welcome to the Confident Feminine Body Podcast, a place of healing and transformation in your relationship with your body, food, and fitness. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury. I'm an intuitive healer and coach and founder of our Confident Feminine Body Program, where I help women build their self-worth from the inside out, free their voice, and love the sexy skin they're in without diets, deprivation, and self-sacrifice. Think of this podcast as your empowering and fun self-love guide, where you'll get real-time advice and tangible tools as we navigate this body and food freedom journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this live interview training with Kelly Mathis. I am so excited to be bringing you guys this discussion today. We are going to be talking all about how to set boundaries to activate your divine inner strength so you can move out of anxiety, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And I'm so excited to talk about boundaries. Um, Kelly and I are close friends. We met in a coaching program together where we had the same coach and Kelly and I totally geek out when we talk about boundaries. So we're super excited to bring this to you. And for those of you who I haven't met yet, my name is Elizabeth Marbury and I am the owner and lead coach at the Confident Feminine Body Program, which is a 12-week program where I help women to own their worth, free their voice, and love the sexy skin they're in. I always do my shimmy when I say that. And we do that through healing your relationship with food, through intuitive eating, really locking in joy-filled, pleasure-filled movement practices that you can do consistently and moving toward self-love and away from self-sacrifice and burnout. And so I do a lot of boundary work with my clients. So does Kelly, and we are so excited to be here. So let me formally introduce our guest expert. So Kelly Mathis is the founder and owner of Go Yoga Express Yoga Studios. She's a master level certified yoga teacher and creator of The Emergence, a private coaching experience where she helps women to own their strength, activate their true purpose, and trust their inner wisdom in just 90 days. She is the self-love, self-empowerment queen. So yay, Kelly, thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to be here and chatting with you. Literally, this is um, two girlfriends getting together to talk about um, our superpowers of helping other people empower themselves and live their life um, in an amazing way. So thank you for inviting me. Yes, yes, it really is. We were talking before we went live about how every time Kelly and I connect, we we really activate each other. Like we activate the higher self truth, wisdom in each other. And we hope to hold that space for all of you today. So you will get some downloads. You will have some big aha moments and we are so excited to serve and show up powerfully for you guys today. So Kelly, can you share with everybody a little bit of your story and how you got to where you are? Yes. So, um, my name is Kelly Mathis and, um, I am now, um, as Elizabeth said, I'm the owner and founder of Go Yoga Express Yoga Studio. So I own my own yoga studio. Um, I've crushed a few other goals. I'm a, a coach now. And 
um, I've gotten myself to uh, live a life that I just absolutely love. Um, I am excited for each day and um, life is good, but it really was not always that way for me. Um, I had struggled with self-doubt. I struggled with fear and anxiety and specifically around boundaries. I was afraid that I would let people down if I stood up for myself. Um, I, you know, I went through a divorce and those times were pretty trying. Um, and, and I cl um, completed a business or I uh, left a business partnership with some friends and really truly finding my power. So. I, I recognized when things were not going right for me. So um, just, you get a sense when you start to step into your power, you get a sense of being around people who are not for you. And so, and that's what I could see was um, in my marriage. So my marriage, it was tough, you know, like I could see that he wasn't really for my power or strength. And that was something that, that was my first relationship that I was able to clear. And now this isn't going to be like a negative male bashing conversation. He and I are friends. It's just that it was a situation that needed to be dealt with faced head on and cleared. And so I, we were married for 17 years. And then I, and I found that um, as I stepped into my power and started to do set boundaries to live a life that I wanted to live, um, I, I knew that I had to clear that relationship up and it ended up that I cleared like through that relationship, right? And then my business was next. So I had, I was in the, owned a yoga studio with two partners. And um, as I started to just be myself and create more boundaries around what was right for me, those relationships no longer works, which led me to opening up my own studio. And so the journey was not easy. It was not linear. There were a lot of side trips. Um, but at each step, I knew that I needed to trust myself. I knew that I needed to be for myself. And I knew that uh, my next steps were the right ones because I was gaining trust in myself instead of putting it in other people. And now I truly, um, I'm just very happy, very calm. My life is peaceful and easeful because I have put into place in my life um, what's important to me. And I focus on what is important to me and my family and my relationships with people are actually better. So yeah, where you're, you know, at one point I was afraid of leaving people behind or hurting people's feelings as I chose what was right for me. And what happens is the people that are for you, or in my case, that are for me, they stay we have different conversations, we connect in different ways. And the people who are not for me and are threatened by my strength or my voice, those people fall away. And of course it's uncomfortable to begin with, but in the end, then I, I know that that's what's right. Oh my gosh, totally. And as you were talking, you know, I was thinking about why is it so hard for us as women specifically to set boundaries? And you kind of Talk, touched on that just now, but going a little bit deeper into why is it so darn hard for us to do that? So for women, then, you know, we're taught to be nice, um, good girls. And um, 
we, we always want to please and people please, that's very typical and um, quote unquote, do the right thing, <laughs> um, which we typically self-sacrifice. And it's specifically to women and, bi and biologically, like we wanna see people smile and it makes us uncomfortable when they're not. So that's one or two reasons. Yeah, no, that I, I so resonate with that. And that's been a huge part of my journey too, is just, I I've always been, um, I always say I'm a re recovering perfectionist, recovering people pleaser, because I want people to like me. Right. And this idea that by being steeped in my personal power and as a result of that, meaning that I'm going to have to set some boundaries, I'm going to have to say, no, thank you. I don't want to do that this isn't working for me. I'd like to go, you know, whatever it is that I, I need to set that boundary to protect my time, my energy, my power. There's a fear, right. That in doing so people might get upset. Right. And, and as an empath too, I was, I was always so worried about that too, because I would just take on the energy of the person who was upset as my own. And so I think a huge piece of this is getting rooted in your worth and your value, right? Because when you can operate from that place, if someone doesn't like you, yeah, you might still be bummed about it. You, I mean, you're human. You might have a reaction to it. That's okay. But you're no longer going to be operating from a place of needing to please others at the, at the, you know, by falling on the knife yourself, right? The self-sacrifice. And yes. it's, it can be so uncomfortable though, right? It can be so uncomfortable. So if someone is in that space of realizing, I mean, I guess the first thing I want to ask you actually is, do you think most women know they need to set clear boundaries or do you think that they're, you know, like, is there clarity around that or do no. you know <laughs> I don't know. When I think back to when I didn't have boundaries, I had no idea I didn't have boundaries. Um, what I was doing was working really hard, like it in everything that, that I did. So I'm going back to um, being a mother and a wife and an employee and a daughter and a friend, right? That's just five roles that are pretty large. And um, so I yeah, I really was like living my life is almost like a being batted around by demands on me. Right. So, you know, mom calls and I'm a mom, right. I want my kids to pick up. So <laughs> mom calls, you pick up the phone and maybe that ends up being another, uh, an errand or a dinner engagement with the kids. And then um, that leads to getting the kids ready, looking at the schedule um, and then your friends relationships and we're going out to dinner, which is lovely. And I never, I'm, you know, I, I never, um, disregard the beauty of a full life. Um, and it is, it's the great life, right? So you and I talked about this a lot, escape the great life trap. So how wonderful all of these blessings are and, um, that they take time from us and, and they're gorgeous. They're part of a, a rich human life. Um, and still we have the power to, we, we can give our, our own power up to our great life, right. And just get batted around by it instead of stepping into and choosing what really matters to us and what's really important. I, I read something the other day. I don't know where it came across, but, um, I believe the quote is, and I'm a master at messing up quotes. So 
I'll just throw that out there. Um, but the quote is, um, an invitation is not a good enough reason for you to go. Oh my gosh. I love that because mm -hmm. I think there's so many of us who are yes people. Cause it's like, we want to live our best life. So just say yes, like say yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And then what happens is that leads us to burnout, right? That leads us yes. to exhaustion and not even knowing what the heck we even want because we're saying yes to everyone else's needs. And guess what? The more you say yes, the more everyone else's time, energy, priorities, they're going to just fill in the gaps, leaving you feel like, feeling like you're drowning, right? Like you're like, what's left of this for me? And, and the intention is so good, right? Like that's the perplexing thing about this is, you know, these things, yeah, like these are beautiful things, right? Like having dinner with friends or even I use the example of volunteering at my daughter's school. Of course, that's I a care big one. deeply about her. I care about her school, about supporting her. And I personally have no interest in being on the PTO. Does that yeah. make me a bad mom? <laughs> right. Like, so, so when you bring up these things as women, there's all this pressure of, I have to be the best mom and I have to volunteer for all these things. And I'm going to, I'm going to do all the things. And then I'm going to go. And it's like, we stretch ourselves so thin and that's where we get lost. And yeah. so let's talk about Kelly, because this is huge when we are able, and we will get into how to set boundaries in case people are like, okay, this sounds great. How do I do it? Yeah. But mm -hmm. when you do start setting boundaries, what shifts, what becomes available to you? Oh, wow. Well, let me, um, I'm going to circle back to the first question. Do women even know that they need boundaries? I'm not sure I answered it completely um, because I got caught up in, in my story most likely not. So there, there could be a, a time, especially early in your life where you don't even know you um, need that you need to set boundaries. You are, um, I don't want to say a victim of your great life, but you are um, at the mercy of it, right? Like you said, you've got volunteers, we have engagements, people, you're not even really living it. Your life is living you. So like, let that simmer. Your life is living you right? When you don't have boundaries. Can I pause? <clears throat> Can we yes. pause right there for a second? Because mm -hmm. when I was at the height of having no boundaries and just extreme fatigue, exhaustion, my cortisol levels were sky high. I was running my two businesses, had my two kids. I remember the thought that kept going through my head is I feel like I'm on a runaway train and I can't get off. And that's what yeah. you shared right? Is that mm -hmm. that's exactly how I felt. I felt like my life was just living me. Yeah. And you have all these things and, you know, like you, you how dare you complain about them, right? Two beautiful children, a husband, a home businesses. How dare you complain? Well, guess what? Like, you know, when these wonderful things in our life sort of start to pull all of our energy in all different directions, um, that's when the boundaries need to come in. So boundaries come in and actually then we get to live our life. We get to enjoy our life instead of, um, I'm reading a book, of course, um, there's this little circle of, and it's about boundaries. So you have this little circle and think of all these little arrows pointing out in every direction. Uh, they don't go very far. These arrows don't go very far. That's your energy because it's all spread around in so many directions. Or you have this little circle and you have a direction. You actually have a goal. Then the arrow goes in one direction very far. 
So no boundaries equals um, you're kind of getting your job done, kind of, but you're probably not doing an amazing job in all of these areas because you haven't decided what's the most important, where you should focus versus having a focus and you put your energy there and it just lights up. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. It's like being, I think being really clear on your values, right. Is what's coming through and also being really clear on what you're going to tolerate and what you won't tolerate. And that goes with relationships that goes with, you know, um, how we show up in all of our relationships as parents, as partners, as coworkers, as business leaders, and getting clear on your values and, and operating from a place of rootedness in that, I think is really one of the first keys, right. To setting a boundary is, is really knowing like what you want, what you desire, what you need, because I think that's one of the issues we get into as women, as we are basically conditioned from the time, you know, being little girls that you should prioritize everyone else's wants, needs, desires above every, above your own. That's what a good mom does. That's what a good wife does. And so there's so much guilt and shame. And well, if I prioritize myself, does that mean I'm leaving these other people out? And what Kelly and I want you guys to really feel in your hearts and download today is that by setting boundaries and that it is the highest form of self-care. It is the highest form of valuing yourself nurturing yourself, protecting your time, your energy, your power, so that you can show up as an exceptional wife, as an exceptional mother, as an empowered business leader that is brave and has clarity, right? It's not that, oh, I prioritize me and I set boundaries and everyone else falls off. It's actually everyone else rises up. Yes. Yes. I have like a torch over here going, Yes. Yes. I got really excited. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just true. When you are in charge, you know, you're a good, you're coming from a great space. If you're in this container and you're listening to this, it's because you care about your life, right? So um, you are on the path, you're seeking a better way of life. And um, that means you care. And so when you focus and you get to be in charge of your life, instead of your life living you, it's like going to be so great for everyone, for you, of course. And then that spills over into everyone else. Yes, totally. So can you share with everyone, if they're not sure, you know, how to set boundaries or they feel like they've done it in the past and it never seems to work for them. Do you just have some kind of high level tips to help people with learning how to set boundaries? I do. So um, there are three steps, simple, high level steps. First of all, you identify a boundary that needs to be um, in place, whether it's around your time. Um, something, something simple would be, and it could be a boundary for yourself even, right? Um, let's say you only want to drink on the weekends. There you go. And this is in my space a lot uh, where people, we're just getting out of January. It was dry January, dry January, right? So some, um, that's a boundary, right? And then, or um, someone is, let's say the mother-in-law drops in to your house like every weeknight um, and perhaps that disrupts your family. That's another example of a boundary. <laughs> You're like, that could be a problem. Perhaps I would be like, <laughs> oh yeah, that would be very disruptive. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, love it. Yeah, so those two examples of simple boundaries, either personally within for you and, um, and also externally. 
both for the greater good, right? So the boundary, it's a healthy boundary. We're not talking about shutting people out. This is a healthy boundary. So part, so first step is to identify the boundary that needs to be made. Then you communicate the boundary, whether that is personally with you and goals or you communicate to the person. And the final step is that you set consequences. This is, you know, you communicate that consequence. Another big boundary is on personal space and touching. You know, you can, there just are a lot of physical boundaries. You, you know, you're, I don't, you can't be in this space at this time. You know, very simple things. Um, when you think about a child, that those boundaries that we set, your bedtime, or you can't be downstairs with everybody after eight o'clock, whether it's, you know, downtime, and then you create the consequence. Totally up to you, your call on your mother-in-law, your, your personal life, um, and then with your kids as well. So identify, communicate, and set the consequence and, and follow through on the consequence. So it's interesting when you were saying like, have a consequence, I could even feel mm -hmm. myself like constrict a little like, oh, but so why is it important for us to have a consequence? Um, because people will bust through those boundaries if you don't. And so will you, you know, if it's a personal boundary, because I'm, I'm a, like a very inspired goal setting person, right? So I, I give myself consequences, rewards even. Um, boundaries as well. So yeah, if you do not set a, if you don't have a consequence and follow through with it, by the way, you can't just communicate it. Um, but if you don't honor the consequence, um, you are teaching yourself or the other person that your word doesn't mean anything, that you didn't mean that boundary. You were just kidding. Um, and then, so first of all, I'm getting off on it like a little bit of a tangent, but first of all, um, you communicate that the boundary doesn't matter. You didn't really mean it. It's not important to you if you don't follow through. And then second, that's your word. You have, you lose your integrity. You lose your word meaning anything when you don't follow through with what you say. Wow. Yes. That is so huge. And I think I want to just reflect too, that this is part of why it can be really uncomfortable to set a boundary and it's mm -hmm. also, Kelly and I have talked about this many times, Th what we're talking about today is really high level stuff. What we do in our coaching programs is really helping you to master the art of setting boundaries because it's like anything else. The more you do it, the more you practice it, the more you actually take this out into your real life and get out of your comfort zone and you start doing it and you have that coaching and accountability around it it, it will get easier. It might always be a little uncomfortable, but it's some, it's a skill like anything else that you can master. Yeah. So, and, mm -hmm. and also you are not responsible for how someone else feels. They're, they're coming to the party with a whole different set of life experiences. Um, it is, it's, you can't fix people. You, it's not up to you to make them happy or sad. Um, it's up to the adult person to actually handle what's coming to them. If, if you've set up a boundary um, and typically your, your life will get so much better with boundaries. Think of your life as a boat and your energy is in there without boundaries. It, your boat is leaking, leaking, leaking. Right. Um, and when you plug up the leaks, your life, just get, you have your life force, your energy, your vitality grows and expands people respect you more 
you actually have more clout, um, respectability, that your word matters and that you are um, a solid person in charge of your life. You are not a, just someone to be batted around by anyone else's whims. Yes. It's like you feel so empowered and then the people around you, that is so true. I've experienced that too, is it's, it, especially as a, as a studio owner, having staff, having, it's like the more that I can be in my um, value and like holding boundaries around how I want you to communicate with me when I'm available to, to answer your email or, you know, please don't text me after five o'clock. I'm with my family or whatever boundary I have to set. It's, it does people respect you. And it also kind of inspires them. I think like when I'm around people who are awesome at setting boundaries, I'm kind of like, wow, she's a badass. Like, yeah, I want to be like her. Yeah. And, and I've noticed too, that, um, the, the initial boundary setting stage, when, when you communicate that, um, there could be a little bit of disappointment, right? But it, I have yet to see someone fall down in sheer terror and upset and anger, unless, you know, that's your little two-year-old or whatever that happens, of course. Um, but it, in adult relationships, there, there's a little bit of disappointment and I'm, I'm strong enough to stand in that. A little bit of disappointment but um, the respect and what you get back in your energy and your relationship with that person that you're dealing with has just gone a whole new level. And you're not, you're not, you're no longer just like at your life is not living you. Once again, you are living your life and creating these beautiful relationships. And the thing that just came through to me as you were just talking is that when we don't set boundaries, one of yeah. the costs is that we lose relationships because when you don't set a boundary in a relationship, resentment builds and grows. Yes. Right? And so it's kind of like, if you don't want to set it, like by setting a boundary, you're actually saying to this other person, I care deeply about this relationship. I care deeply so much that I'm going to communicate to you what I need right? And this, and how, how we're going to work. So I want to give an example of this from one of my um, clients, in my program. So she was working really hard at making peace with her body in loving herself in the size that she was at, even though she was a little bit bigger than she wanted to be, but really doing the inner work to really build up her sense of self-worth. And one of her best friends she realized that every time they got together, they just bashed their bodies. They just bashed their bodies. And it was a way that they bonded about, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I'm so this. Oh, I sh we shouldn't be eating this. We shouldn't do this. And so one of the things we worked on is because this is a friend that she cares deeply about, right? Mm -hmm. Is setting a boundary with that friend and saying, I love you so much. And I'm doing a lot of work right now to make peace around my body and food. And the way that you're, that I need you to support me is I don't want to talk about our bodies anymore. I don't want to talk about food. I don't want to talk about dieting. There are so many other things that are more interesting that we can talk about than the size of our thighs. And so can you support me in that? Can you, um, just help me by let's just not bring that stuff up anymore. And that was really scary, but then she was able to and she did that from a place of love though. You yes. know, she did that from a place of, I want to preserve this relationship versus pushing a person away. Right. It's actually, you're taking a stand for the relationship. Yes. And so many people, um, 
are not brave enough to make that, to communicate that. And so they just walk away. You know, how many people have you heard of? In the, and I, we all have, we all have examples of this that, um, oh, I have a friend who's so negative. I just can't even talk to her anymore. Right. But did you actually tell the friend that you were so negative and you wanted to create a boundary around this to preserve this relationship? You know, I mean, it's, it is, it's, it is a gift when you talk to someone about boundaries. It is truly um, working on taking your relationship to the next level. And I, yeah, I, and I, um, when I talk about, and this is pretty brief, but when I talk about my relationship with my ex-husband, I did, if I would have started with boundaries when I was younger or had um, the skill set to communicate them, you know, we were very much in love, but as life, you know, life was, life lived us hard, right? Life lived us and we just, our relationship didn't survive it, unfortunately, um, but we love and respect each other very much. And just imagine like today, this is for everyone, anyone listening, that someone that you love and you need to establish, like you're, you're somewhat unhappy with any area in the relationship, right? Because actually you do get to have an amazing freaking life. It doesn't have to be like 70% great. Um, it can be freaking amazing. So let's say there's this area of life with this person that you love right now, you have the opportunity to, to change it, to speak your truth, be truthful, because if you are not being truthful, you're lying basically. And to, to preserve or to make someone not feel uncomfortable. Right. But yet your resentment is there. So that just the resentment is basically you know, going into every area of your relationship, even though this is just this one area where you think you're unhappy, the resentment is crossing everywhere. Totally. Everything is connected. It's that ripple effect. And same goes for when you start to make positive changes, right? Is you start yes. to make a little positive shift and you're amazed at how it's like the first domino falls and then all the rest of the dominoes start to fall. Right. So yes, I love that. Um, so yeah. your, your client, um, how is it great? Like, I just imagine that she inspired her friend, like her friend is now going to be like, I want to be as strong as her. I don't want to talk bad about myself. And, you know, like, why do we get so caught up? And I was thinking about that today about how it's okay for us to talk about when we are, oh, you know, life is not going so well. And we just complain about that. And the whole world comes to our rescue. Yet when we talk about our successes and, oh, this is so great. Um, you know, people are like, well, good for you. Yeah. You know? totally. <laughs> right. That can totally happen. Um, and I really, you know, like Jessica, our coach, for those who don't know who Jessica is, but when she likes to do brag sessions to get the world to be inspired by our own greatness. And I really love that. I love that too. I'm all about, you know, in this community, I want us all to celebrate ourselves because it not yes. only makes you feel awesome, it elevates the vibration of everyone around you. It truly does. And I also find that when I can get rooted in what is working, like the wins, I also start to notice them more. Like, the, you know, it's sometimes it's easy to see like the high level wins, the really, really big wins. And then when you get in the process of every day, identifying your wins, like what, what actually went really well today? it can really help you to start seeing that more. And I kind of like the example yes. of, you know, when you're, okay, you're shopping for a new car and let's say you're like, 
I want to get a Toyota Corolla. Okay. Let's just throw that out there. Okay. <laughs> I want a Toyota Corolla. What happens? You start researching it. You start looking <laughs> into it. And then what happens? You're out driving. You start seeing them everywhere. Right. Oh, yeah. there's a Toyota Corolla. Oh, there's one. Oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that color. Right. And you start seeing it and you're like, I didn't even notice there was Toyota Corollas everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I love that thing with our wins. Right. And yeah. we could, you know, like with gratitude, but I think gratitude is different from wins. What we're saying is like brag about your success. Right. And yes. that's a really beautiful way of, um, again, connecting with yourself, seeing yourself, you know, witnessing yourself, but also just raising the vibration for everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Celebrate your successes. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, I don't know why we have to like, yes, we acknowledge it all. So why, you know, acknowledge the good, the bad, all of it. Totally. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So Kelly, I want to actually close with, um, with us kind of riffing on why is it important to hire a coach or a mentor? Because, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, because you, you can go it alone, the do it yourself sort of path, and it will take forever. And you'll probably circle back into old patterns and habits for years and years and years. Um, when I say probably, it's not probably you will um, circle back, circle back. You won't be, you won't catch yourself repeating the habits that have you stuck where you are right now. Um, I didn't, I don't think I even realized I had a coach um, and mentor and, but I've always had one since I started yoga teacher training and then uh, and different mentors along the way. And so I was like, wow, I've always had a coach. Thank goodness. Because um, these are the people, we are the ones who will reflect, you know, reflect your greatness, reflect your BS um, the old patterns will call you out. Um, we're the pe people who say you are better than this. Like put your, get your life together and let's go. Uh, we're, you know, that is, that's so important. So doing it on your own and, and trust me, I think books are awesome. If anyone comes to my group and, you know, I'll be like, here, read this, read this, but trust me, this is the slow path. If you're really actually ready immediately to make a change, get a coach, the per not, not your best friend, a coach. The person who tells it like it is, they've been there before, they can, they get you to where you want to go. They are the guide. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I can totally echo that in the last year I hired, I, I currently have a coach that I'm working with. And last year I also hired another, I invested in another coach and every initially when I first invested in the coach, it was for to grow my business. But what I didn't expect is the personal transformation that I experienced and that it rippled into every aspect of my life and how I show up and how I am operating. And I've been able to heal and clear so much shadow, so many wounds that were keeping me stuck in my patterns. Right. And as yes, Kelly I said, was there with you. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. and I did too. And, you know, still, so you just we need someone who's been there. Yeah. Yeah. And we get to heal yeah. that. That's amazing. And as coaches, it's like, not only is it the expertise, but it's, it's holding you to a higher standard. I mean, that is one of the pieces that I've personally have experienced that I hold my clients to a higher standard. Kelly, I know you do as well. It's like when you're in a really high level container, 
you are, it's, it's, it's really creating space for quantum leap transformation. And there's a high level of accountability as well, because we all have the best intentions. Right. And then another year goes by and you're like, Oh, I really wanted to, you know, have a consistent workout routine. And here another year went by and gosh, this is just always a struggle for me. Right. If you have any kind of patterns that just kind of keep repeating for you, a coach is a really incredible way for you to shift and heal. And what's cool about the work. And I know Kelly so well, so I feel like I can say the work we do is, is we are, we are both so in alignment, um, around, it's not about just us giving you a bunch of tips and tools and like, you know, go to the gym five days a week or eat this or don't eat that. It's, it's not, it's not that it's what is really transformative is that we do the deep inner work. So we excavate down and we uncover what those blocks are. And a lot of us, they're, they're subconscious blocks. We don't even know that that's, that's the root of why we are stuck in this pattern, why we are terrified of setting boundaries. Maybe it wasn't safe for us in the past to set boundaries. And that is a wound that needs to be healed. It needs to be cleared. It needs to be shifted. So that way, not only are you learning how to set boundaries, but you're, you're clearing out the, the shadows and the, the, you know, the limiting beliefs that are holding you back. So that way, when you learn how to set a boundary, you're really doing it from this place of alignment with, with your truth, with your higher self, you know, and, and it's, it's so powerful. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Kelly, if people want to learn more about the emergence and they want to work with you or they want to follow you, where can they find you? Thank you for asking. I am, I have a Facebook group called the emergence. So you can just request access and I just knock on the door and I will let you in and you can follow me on clubhouse at, at K E L L I E M A T H E S. And also on Instagram at Kelly K E L L I E 1027. Awesome. That is so great. Well, I hope this has been so fun have enjoyed this. Kelly, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. And I think there was some powerful downloads and messages that came through today. I'm Elizabeth Marbury, and I want to thank you for listening and hanging out with me today. Join our free community of brave soul sisters who are crushing it on their journey to body love and food freedom by going to confidentfemininebodygroup.com. That's confidentfemininebodygroup.com. And be sure to download my free gift while you're there. I'd also love to hang out with you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Elizabeth Marbury. I am sending you so much love today and always. See you next time.